the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, dear children of God, and welcome to Friday of the 33rd week in ordinary time of the church's year. Today being the 18th day of November 2022, let us call upon the Spirit of God to come dwell in us. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come, come, come. Dear children of God, the title of my homily today is My house shall be a house of prayer. My house shall be a house of prayer. The first reading today is taken from the book of Revelation chapter 10 from verse 8 to verse 11. And the second reading is taken, I mean the gospel reading is taken from the gospel according to Luke chapter 19 from verse 45 to verse 48. Jesus says to us in the gospel today, My house shall be a house of prayer. And what occasion this statement is this. Jesus came into the temple in Jerusalem and saw a lot of people who were busy making money out of the religious or liturgical activities that were taking place in the temple. They took advantage of the worshippers in the temple to make money out of them. It became rather a business center than a praying house or a prayer house. These were the money changers. And so he made a whip out of um, a cord and drove them out, saying, the house of God, my house, is a house of prayer. Not a house of hooligans, of fraudulent people, of ungodliness, of evil. Dear children of God, Jesus was concerned about the activities that goes that go on in the temple. Any activity that does not make for the good of the worshippers of God, that does not promote the will of God, that does that do, that does not help those who come into the temple to stay focused on God and doing the will of God. And for the sake of God, doing good for their fellow human beings should not be allowed in the temple. And so he chased them out because they have abused the temple. They have turned the temple into a place for business, into a place for evil, for unrighteousness, rather than a place of prayer. And what is prayer? Prayer is a medium through which we commune with God, we encounter God, and we stay in fellowship and in communion with God. Prayer goes beyond just talking to God to include listening to God, understanding the will of God, accepting the will of God, and being disposed to live according to the will of God. 
And so these activities that were carried on by the money changers blur the vision of the people from having this kind of experience of God when they come to the temple. So this is the problem of Jesus with these money changers. This is the problem Jesus had with the temple or the religious leaders of the Jewish nation of his time. And because of this, they were ready to destroy him. Beloved children of God, the temple is only a representation of where the presence of God dwells. We are equally the temple of God. Remember the Bible says we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. We too are faced with the same situation today. Where we are glad and joyful in receiving the word of God, we happily welcome it, want to hear God, want to listen to God, want to listen to those who speak in the name of God, teach us of God, and we are desirous of experiencing God at every instant of our life. We want to be, you know, close to God, we want God to be with us. Unfortunately, or however rather, Many things go on in our lives that are not in agreement with the will of God. We have, if you like, foreign elements in our life that are alien to the presence of God and are opposed to the will of God for us. And so these are constantly in conflict with the presence of God and the word of God in our lives. In conflict, not because they are equal in power with God, not because they can stand the presence of God, but because we have given our will to them. Remember, God will always re re respects our will. God re respects our freedom, and so he will never impose or force anything on us. And so it is in that sense of the word, in that sense and understanding of the word, that I say these other things that are not in agreement with the will of God, are in, that are present in our life, are in conflict with God. Just as the presence of Jesus in the temple, the word of God, the God himself, ran in conflict with the presence of the money changers that he had to force them out. We too must allow Jesus, allow Jesus, give up our will for his, in order to, for him to force out of our lives every ungodly tendency, inclination, and activity that do not glorify God, that run contrary to the will of God, and are in conflict with the presence of God in our lives. This is why in the first reading today, God tells, you know, this very man, the the evangelist John, to take the scroll and to eat it. When he ate the scroll, in his mouth it was sweet. It was sweet because we all are glad to welcome the word of God. When Jesus entered into the temple, everybody was happy until he took that action. When the word of God comes to us, we are happy to hear it. 
But the moment it enters into our life, it comes face to face with our way of life. We, there are elements in our life. There are principles we live our lives by. There are values that we prize so much that are not in agreement with the will of God. And so, the presence of God's word and the presence of God himself in our life make us uncomfortable when there are such elements present in our lives because they are in conflict with the presence of God. And so like the temple in Jerusalem, we must be ready to allow God to flush out of our lives these sinful activities. We must be ready to repent wholeheartedly and be truly converted to God and be insistent on doing the will of God. The moment we do that, we are freed from all the tasks or rather money changers in our life. Are we ready to allow Jesus into our lives? Are we ready to let go of those tendencies, those habits, those activities, those pleasures, those comforts that we enjoy from the things and activities that are not in agreement with the will of God that are still prevalent in our lives? Today we are invited to let go of all of them. To recognize that our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit and as such a house of prayer. You are a house of prayer. I am a house of prayer. And we are houses of prayer. And what the house of prayer is, is that it is a place of encounter between God and every individual person. The encounter that will enable you commune with God, know his will, understand his will, accept his will, and live your life in accordance with his will. Once we are able to get to that point, we become one with God because God is in us and we are in God. And once we get to that level, life becomes a bliss. Every day of our life becomes a heavenly life that we enjoy everything good that God can offer his own children. Beloved child of God, you are therefore called upon today to recognize in your very self, in your body, in your spirit, in your soul, in your home, in your room, in your apartment, that you are a house of prayer, a place of encounter with God. And I pray for you that no matter what the prayers are, that uh, no matter what the activities are that are calling on your attention, that are not pleasing to God, and they want to take the place of God in your life, you will be ready and repentant enough to let God into your heart and to let the word of God rule your life, freeing you and purging you of everything present in your life that does not glorify God and that does not agree with the will of God for you. For it is in doing the will of God that you find peace, fulfillment, joy, and the fullness of God's blessings. May God bless and keep you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Be assured of my prayers and my blessings always. Do remember, you are the house of God and God's house must be a house of prayer.